Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. AIB will pause mortgage applications from people who are currently claiming the COVID-19 payments. And on the line to talk to me about it is David Hollis, CEO of the Irish Mortgage Holders Association. Good afternoon to you, David. Good afternoon, Niall. David, I mean, it was kind of logical that they were going to do. Maybe I'm wrong in thinking this, but I mean, if somebody's on a, you know, a subsidised payment from their boss, there's a little level of unsurety as to whether their job will be long-term. I mean, the, the company could close, I suppose. I suppose, is that not the reason why they're doing this? Yeah, and, and we spoke a few weeks ago, and I think this topic we covered is very briefly at the time where a number of people um, had been reassessed for their mortgage application at the time. And I'm not too sure what the fuss is about or what the expose in today's Irish Times is all about. The central bank has very strict rules following our last recession, and they require banks to protect themselves. Uh, they say it's for protecting customers, which most certainly is partly uh, to protect customers, but primarily it's designed to protect banks to ensure that uh, drops in property values don't happen and the same happened before and people get caught short. So they have very strict rules around capacity to repay, around number of uh, times your income you can repay. And logically, uh, unfortunately, I very rarely agree with banks, and, but I understand that these circumstances, it's very important to remember, Niall, when, when companies, including my own, availed of the 70% uh, government subsidy, all of the payroll um, providers and all of the payroll software providers changed their uh, pay slips and their payroll um, software to reflect the fact that you were on a pandemic payment. That's right, yeah. So anywhere you went with your payslip that required you to look for a loan to protect you from showing you some payslip that means in a few months' time your company, sadly, that you're working for may not survive. And that's unfortunately... Unfortunately, that is a fact. There are many companies out there who are relying on that payment. And when the minister, Pascal O'Donnell, who, of course, is still the minister for finance, decides that payment or the pandemic unemployment payment or wage subsidy has to end... Well, your company could be in a spot of bother. Well, my, my own company probably wouldn't have survived. Um, my Ambulance company wouldn't have survived without it. I don't, I don't so think any companies would have. I mean, no, here at Classic and, Hits, and we many, would have availed it as well, yeah. Yeah, and there are many um, people who are still availing of it. But I'm fortunate that I now know I'm through it as a company. Others don't know that yet. And it could be months. Don't forget, many people are still not back to work yet. So it could be months before many companies assess will they be able to stay open with their existing capacity? Will that, well, that's the home? main thing, isn't it? I mean, they may stay open, but they might not need as many staff because yeah. of social distancing and a, and a reduction in turnover. They may not need, if you're a restaurant, for example, you're not going to be able to take the, you know, the, the 70 customers you had last year. You might only be able to take 20 or 30 on a night because of social distancing, so you won't need but, as much staff. So you're, you're, you on your own or you're with your partner may have been on 30, 40, 50,000 each. And, you know, worst case scenario, that's entirely gone. And um, the best case scenario, it could be scaled back or you could be on less hours. So all of your circumstances are going to change. And now, I know, I know this has dashed the dreams of many young couples out there who may have had mortgage approval just before the pandemic, now find themselves in a situation of being reassessed uh, and now they don't have that approval anymore. But I suppose the case is that it, whether it's a pandemic, COVID-19, it doesn't matter whose fault it is. It's just a fact of life. And it's not to put them at risk more so than the bank, really, isn't it? Well, it's protect everybody. There's yeah. an element and there's a responsibility. The central bank, is, this, these are central bank rules, ultimately, where they've required the banks to put in place protections to ensure that customers don't stretch themselves and overborrow. And the last thing anybody wants to do is put pressure on somebody who's already under pressure. Everybody who's in employment or not in employment or facing uncertainty in the future is under immense pressure. Everybody has had an effect in, in the COVID-19 for the last number of months um, on, on their health, their mental health. And now to be faced with the prospect of 
not doing you a favour. People think, oh, they're big bad bank bastards didn't do me a favour by giving me a loan. If they give you a loan and you can't pay it, make absolutely no mistake about it. For the last 10 years, I've been dealing with thousands of people who've been tortured by being in debt, the uncertainty of their home and losing their home and homelessness. Um, that is something everyone can avoid doing. So, well, by the way, speak, speaking of that too, the moratorium, when does the moratorium end, David? Um, the end of August. The I end think of this August. Is where, yeah. This is where real trouble starts, Niall. Yeah. Uh, um, not that, not that losing your job and everyone else's home uh, circumstances isn't going to be a real trouble. But for those who um, have mortgage payments, um, apart from those who are looking to draw down a loan where they've got rental commitments or living at home, for people who've got mortgage payments, uh, this is the second consecutive three-month moratoria that has been given. The central bank has made it clear and the banks have made it clear there will not be any further extension, which actually is a disgrace. And really where the focus should be on is not on AIB's internal memo about protecting people and not giving out loans unnecessarily to people. We had, uh, you know, decades of that. Here we have a situation where people we know won't be able to pay their mortgage in full, won't be able to uh, afford um, their mortgage repayments or a mortgage break or any uh, add-on mortgage break, and they'll need some time. And the fact that that's not been rolled on for a further three months, with or without paying the interest. You know, Piers Doherty had a bill he was trying to get through the doll there recently to ensure that banks... Uh, took the brunt of the uh, interest payments because again it is a moratorium but it is only a delay uh, I know a lot of people have already been told you know they've been given out their statement that basically says you know the moratorium because those who only wanted three months for example the moratorium ended and now you know you're going to have to pay this at the end your your mortgage obviously went up if you had a two grand mortgage it went up by 30 or 40 quid a month so you know yeah you know what else banks did that was actually worse? That um, it, it was buried on an RT website um, article, which Will Goodbody did a number of weeks ago, uh, which I looked at and saw a number of the banks confirmed it. The, the European uh, Union issued rules in relation to um, moratoria on loans for businesses. And if you didn't avail of it at the start of the pandemic, you didn't get it automatically during the pandemic. You must apply in the normal course of events to have your loans put on hold. So if you felt it was required at the start and you got it, but if you decided to, you know, use your own money, use the company's money, dip into the reserves, try and keep things afloat, and then reapplied, and you were told, sorry, you go back to the normal application process as you would have done pre-COVID. So I think the banks have, have far than uh, acted um, appropriately during COVID. They pretended to do things they haven't well, done they never time. do, David. You know what I mean? No, they never the do. But, but this is why this sort of uh, piece today is yeah. a slight distraction from the other challenges. Yeah, from we the real challenge. Yeah. Problem. Of course, yeah, absolutely. a major problem coming in October onwards. Yeah. Uh, September onwards to October. But they, but they expect but, unemployment to be about 21, 22% possibly. Yeah. Well, we don't know yet. I mean, it's all kind of up in the air at the moment. But if that's, that is the case, we're going to have a lot of people who cannot pay their mortgages. And I don't know what's going to happen. As it is, we have so many people in this country over three months in arrears, etc., etc. And look, I understand in relation to people who had got approval for a loan, I understand some of those are listening today, particularly young couples. It must be devastating for them to be in that situation. But unfortunately, the pandemic caused a huge amount of problems for many, many people that were out of the hands of the state. For example, I was meant to get a divorce last and month, I, but I couldn't get it, obviously, because the courts are closed. So those things are all out of the hands of the state, out of the hands of your solicitors, and out of the hands of you personally. It's just one of those things. But it's not about stopping someone buying a house. And, and this is the mixed message that's been given. The bank's not trying to stop anyone buying a house. The bank is trying to protect you. Yeah. Because there's massive levels of uncertainty at the moment. So giving out money and forcing you to enter into a contract to make repayments where the ultimate... Um, you know, the ultimate sacrifice would be taking that house back from you, having wasted money and paying or, mortgage. Or putting you under s- severe distress to pay it in the first place. Absolutely. Yeah. Like when someone says mortgage distress, the greatest joke of all time when someone says mortgage distress, they're talking about a distressed loan from a banking context. 
The greatest distress in a mortgage is the people who are in arrears. Absolutely. And prior, pre, pre this pandemic, we had 60,000 people. That's households in mortgage arrears, 27,000 in, in arrears more than two years. And by the way, Central Bank used those, those, that phrase two years plus. But that's two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. 27,000. And, and the Central Bank's own report in long-term mortgage arrears 2010, 2018, uh, re- reckons that over 50% of those in long-term arrears, that's 14,000 households, will lose their home. That's pre-COVID, Niall. So what's coming is going to be exceptionally difficult and exceptionally stressful. And the infrastructure within the state and most certainly the infrastructure within the banks, because don't forget, mostly lending institutions have begun selling loans to vulture funds. Mm-hmm. So they've started to downscale their own arrears support units and all of a sudden COVID came along, which I'd love to be able to blame the banks for COVID and I can't. Well, so, uh, Dar- well Darren O'Brien certainly has a, a huge list on his hands now as Minister for Housing, I suppose, in local government. Uh, he will have to be looking after all this and figuring out the morals of all this and where we go from it. Listen, I appreciate you coming on the air, David, as usual. Thank you very right. much, then. Uh, there you go, David Hall, CEO of the Irish Mortgage Holders Organisation, uh, basically saying that, unfortunately, if you're in that situation where you had mortgage approval and now you don't because you're on a subsidy, uh, there's nothing much you can do. And in fairness, even though he is a defender of the people and not a defender of the banks, he said it probably is the right decision because the last thing you want to do is get a mortgage you can't afford because you could be out of a job because if you're still on a subsidy for example by October uh, now I don't know how long the subsidy is going to go on for uh, they may extend it to Christmas that has been the suggestion by Sinn Féin to extend it till Christmas now not the COVID payment but the subsidy that your boss is paying you because many companies won't survive uh, past August for example if they don't get that subsidy so they may extend it but in saying that if you're on that subsidy it's unlikely you're going to be able to pay a mortgage um, you know because or it's unlikely that your company uh, will be able to continue to employ as many people as they possibly are employing at the moment. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.